Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. Did you see what she just did? She like mouthed at both of our uh, intros. She's like, I'm Day <laughs> and I'm Ree and I'm Ruby. <laughs> so funny because <laughs> Will Smith, when he first started on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he used to mouth the lines of everybody in order to remember his lines. Hey, that's smart though. And Uncle Phil was like, cut that shit out, man. It's fucking irritating everybody on set. Like it's because it fucks everybody else up when you do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I could I see the pros and the cons on that. I, I do see I see the pros and the cons. Um happy we still don't know who the president is well actually you know what by the time this episode comes out maybe we do know but at this very moment that we're recording this we do not know who the president is so america um y'all drinking anything this episode no water woke up this morning Mm -hmm. wawa ozarka yeah fancy Y'all have anything, um, anything interesting you'd like to talk about? No. You know interesting? What? Winning a wedding in 2020. That's it. You know what, honestly, I feel for you because if I was getting <laughs> married in 2020, I'd just be like, you know what, fuck it, we're not doing this anymore we're gonna go elope somewhere honestly every morning bro remember when i was getting married save it for another time (laughs) (laughs) for another time no remember when i was getting married i was getting so stressed out i was like i just want to go to vegas with like with you and i think i said my mama and i was like that's it and then chad's brother that's it that's all we need Oh, I'm trying to go get, I'll, I'll go get eloped in the Grand Canyon. I don't know, like some cool thing like that. I just, I don't know. Just too much. I want to go. Y'all going to need a witness. <laughs> you going to need a witness. witness. So, so it could be me. I volunteer as tribute. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody who got married like a couple weeks ago. It looks <laughs> like a good time. Yeah, well. People having baby showers. Hey, I've been. Have I been to a baby shower? No, the one I was supposed to go to got canceled. That's a whole other story we won't get into. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've been to a. I've been to a wedding during the Corona. It was outside. It was outdoors, and like it was pretty well socially distanced people everybody pretty much had their mask on until they started getting drunk and then everybody was like i don't give a fuck and i was like all right babe time to go (laughs) yeah but it was a very beautiful start sneezing and shut the whole shit down right (laughs) and it was hot as hell it was july but it was a very very beautiful wedding oh i haven't Um, went to a restaurant when like, y'all motherfuckers know that's big like y'all was about to say like, i was like we've been going to restaurants but yeah not me <laughs> where'd you go pangea is that what's called pangea it's oh, a um it is. so it's uh in the colony it's uh, a black owned restaurant the gentleman who owns it actually beat bobby flay on the show beat bobby flay 
And while we were there, the owner was actually proposing to his girlfriend. What? Yep. What kind and they of- had like they had cameras, like drones and all kind of shit. Like it was pretty dope. What what kind of food do they have? It's like soul food with sass. That's what I'll say. So they <laughs> so they had like shrimp and grits and then they had what was it like a, a jerk lamb um well i never had lamb before but i would want to try oh, that you should have saw how big that lamb leg it's like the size of a turkey leg it was huge lamb is um, so- oh, wow. cute little cute menu um it was a nice restaurant delicioso like when the continents drifted apart. Sure, why not? <laughs> sure. Isn't that what, wasn't that what it's called? Yeah, that's what she said. Well, no, well, like Pangea. you know what Pangea is, or am I? <laughs> yeah, it was when it was all. It was when it was yeah, when it was all was... one thing, like one little. Well, when yeah. you first said Pangea, I was like, "Do you mean Panera?" Like, <laughs> I'm the person Panera that hates Panera the... too. I hate Panera bread. Why? My husband hates it too. I'm not fond. I'm not fond. Be better. They do have good macaroni. Yes, their macaroni. I only get their macaroni and their broccoli cheese soup. That's it. They they can go somewhere with them sandwiches. Okay, I don't ever get a sandwich. Occasionally, I'll get a salad, but usually it's just mac and cheese and soup for me. Especially if you get in a bread bowl. If you get in a bread bowl, it's so good. But I try to. I usually get it with. I do too, but (laughs) you got to eat it quick. But you get more soup, though, if you don't get it in the bread bowl. So I usually just get a regular bowl. But yeah, um, I guess by the time y'all hear this, we'll be through with one week of the start of remodeling my bathroom. So I'd love to see it. There's that. Are you guys doing it on your own or do you have? Oh, no, girl, we hired somebody um because if if we would have done it ourselves it probably would have taken us the next year this guy (laughs) says he can get it done in about two weeks (laughs) so we're gonna go with that so yeah and they gave us a pretty good price so we we love that for real um but yeah i guess we can go ahead and go ahead and get right into it i think i'll go first this week um and honestly, I swear, I think Ree has done this story before, but it might have been really when, so. huh? But I really hope so. It might have been when it was just me and her doing the episodes. So I don't know. Because this Not story, because... this story probably going to sound familiar. I don't know. Or I just heard well, it. Well, I mean, I a lot of these killers kind of got the same MO, you know? I guess, but mm. you know, I just want to let y'all know. I even asked them. I told them about this story that I was doing today. No, I'm looking at like, the ones that we did separate before they claim, we began. No. I don't know, but they claim nobody's done this. But like, maybe I heard it on a different podcast. I don't know. Anyway, it's the murder of Sarah Foxwell. She had. She's in a family of nine kids. She was the middle kid of nine. Um, and her mom was a single mom. And at one point her mom was like doing kind of bad. So 
kind of split up the kids between some family members. So her and her six-year-old sister went to live with her, their grandpa and their aunt. Um, and their aunt had custody of them. So um, December 22nd, uh, 2009, Ruby's birthday, 2009. So something bad happened that year, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, so this is like right before Christmas, you know, everybody's all excited and whatnot. So um, it was nine o'clock that night. Her and her sister go to bed and their room happens to be right by the back door. So the next morning, her aunt calls her mom because Sarah isn't in her room. She's gone. Like her shoes are still in her room, jacket, everything. Um, and they immediately call the police. And, you know, it was right before Christmas. It was a pretty small town. So like, it was like all hands on deck. They're all coming in trying to see what's going on. Because it was like, it had snowed the night before. So it was really cold. Um, it was like 25 degrees. And that had warmed up from the night um snow everywhere and whatnot um they searched the house and there was no signs of forced entry which you know that automatically tells us somebody it was somebody she knew so they end up seeing like all the doors are locked all the um windows are locked or whatever but they were able to just open the back door and walk right in and their that room was right by the back door and so another weird thing that they noticed is like if like when she was taken like if it was somebody that they didn't that they didn't know like the dog didn't bark like nothing so it's obviously somebody that they knew um and so the aunt ends up noticing that um the spare key that they kept outside by the back door underneath this thing was missing so again telling you somebody that they know um and a big thing this doesn't really seem like a big thing but her toothbrush was missing um so whoever uh whoever took her obviously knew the knew where the key was knew where she slept she slept in the room with her sister knew which bed she was in um and her sister was six years old and she ends up telling her grandma that she had a secret and so they're like okay what's up like what's going on and she was like i saw the man that took her and she knew like what he was wearing and everything he was she's six years old she knew like what he was wearing and everything um and so she faked sleep and she said that uh that tommy took her so tommy turns out to be this guy named thomas legs jr who was her aunt's ex-boyfriend who also had a history of sexual abuse, more specifically molesting girls. And right shortly after the aunt starts dating, uh, dating him, she finds out that he was a sex offender, but somehow he convinced her that he was changed and like none of that had anything to do with who he was now. So, yeah. No, um, ma'am, Pam. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, he happened to be out on bond. Um, and so he, they were saying that like he became like really attached to Sarah. Um, and like he was almost like obsessed with her. Like when they were there, when he was at the house, like they would always be hanging out. He'd always be trying to do some kind of activity with Sarah. Um, so just based on her sister's statement, they end up arresting him, bringing him, bring him in for questioning. He denies everything and says that he's pissed. 
Um, and even tries to say like, well, the six-year-old is like, well, she's kind of like, she's kind of bad. And like, I don't know, she might just be saying things like, I don't know. They've had issues with her, blah, blah, blah. Um, so he's like really cocky and like says that he has an alibi. And, but the thing is, is that nobody, he was at a bar, but nobody can confirm his whereabouts between 1am and 7am. They end up checking his phone and like he like propositioned like random women to like come over or whatever, but they all turned him down. Um, so the big break came besides this the sister's uh statement, they end up finding Sarah's toothbrush in his truck, along with her hair fibers and all that. Um, so they begin searching for her body. And her body ends up being found in a wooded area. She was burned on Christmas Day. She was found. Yeah. Um, So they ended up offering him a plea deal. He ends up pleading guilty. But (laughs) his sentence cracks me up because what kind of plea deal is this? Just wait till you hear the sentence. He got two life sentences without parole. Uh, one life sentence was for first degree murder. The other one was for, for first degree sexual offenses. Um, then he also got a plus 30 years for kidnapping and then add another 20 years for the burglary. So I don't know how that's a plea deal, but I mean, he's just getting out of getting the death penalty at that point. Um, but he's now in a max security um, facility um, because... And he's um, away from all the other inmates because he was slashed in the head and the neck and the hand by another inmate in the dining hall, rightfully so. And they don't know they don't know who it was that did it. And ain't nobody snitching, so they don't know who the fuck stabbed him or nothing. So, so yeah, ain't nobody snitching. But yeah, that's the story. These fucking plea deals be blowing me. Yeah. But Ray, you sure you didn't do that story before? Because this, this, the part that got me that I was like, I think you did something similar. Yeah, it was like last a, week. A, Polly Floss. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's why I was like, wait. It brings oh. me an unhealthy amount of joy whenever people like that get like how inmates who literally have like murdered yeah. people will like whoop ass to people. <laughs> Yes, for sex offenders, bro, they don't play. And then um the fact that like ain't nobody snitching, like everybody was like, I ain't seen nothing. Because it was like they said it was like crowded in the di- in like the dining hall or wherever they eat or whatever. So like they can't tell like on video who's the one that did it. So more will. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll still sleep all well tonight, so <laughs> Uh, Ruby, you want to go next? I will. Okay, go ahead, girl. Have another turkey day, man. <laughs> we love sticking to a theme. Wait, so in December, are they going to all be Christmas? You bet. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe I'll do, well, I'll like mix in there. I'll do like Christmas. Christmas and then some New Year's. New and then Year's. in February, it's going to be like all Valentine's Day. And then March, it's going to be all St. Patrick's Day. What's in April? Yeah. April Easter. Fool's Day in April. Easter. And then May. Oh, yeah. Easter murders. And then what's May? What's what holidays in May? Memorial Day. Day. Mother's Day murders. Look, I don't like to look that far into the future. June, we got Father's Day. July, we got Fourth of July. What's August? Don't really have nothing. September, yeah. Labor Day. 
October and then went back to Halloween. Like you're you're <laughs> set for the next forever. That's <laughs> it, right? Like, look at that. <laughs> I planned just, out all of your shit. You're welcome. <laughs> well, like December, I was also gonna like maybe throw like a birthday one in there too, since my birthday month. I well, know. I just did a birthday one for you, so you can't take that one. Just make sure you don't get that one. It's gonna come up when you Duly search. Noted. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could throw like Hanukkah ones in there too. Kwanzaa. See, you get too many ideas. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Winter solstice. <laughs> anyway. Turn out the lights. Okay. <laughs> okay, everyone. So, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> In 2012, um, Haley, I think it's Kiefer, she was 18, and her cousin, Nicholas Brady, he was 17, they broke into the home of a man named Byron David Smith. Oh my gosh, Rhea, I thought you were about to tell me that, like, you did this, or the way you're pointing at me just made my heart stop. No, I just, I just saw this somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, good. Okay, we're fine. We're in the clear. So this was in Little Falls, um, Minnesota. Uh, Did I finish his name? It was Byron David Smith, and he's 65. So basically, they thought the house was empty, but um, this man was sitting in his basement waiting for them with, um, waiting for them Day, you just threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) Unmute your mic and explain yourself. (laughs) I was trying not to interrupt you again. (laughs) See, y'all ever see? Because she said something about Kiefer. You ever see T Mom with Janelle Mom when she'd be like, Kiefer, Kiefer? (laughs) That's all I could hear. (laughs) Oh my gosh, my mom was a. Kifa. Hey, she voted for Joe Biden. Who? Janelle? Janelle's mom. I was surprised. How do you know that? Uh, TikTok. <laughs> somebody <laughs> stole. Somebody stole her Joe Biden sign out of her yard, and she was pissed. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you probably Janelle. All <laughs> you Trumpers. All you Trumpers." <laughs> I'm so. I'm honestly surprised that she voted for. Honestly. Anywho, um, I'm going to stay on mute for the rest of the episode. Goodbye. So I don't even know where I was, but basically they thought the house was empty and uh, they, but he was waiting for them in the basement with a loaded rifle. He was, he was, he was waiting. So whenever they came in, he opened fire and he killed both of them as they entered the room. So first he shot um, Nicholas two times. And he was at the top of the stairs. And then when he fell onto the floor of the basement, he uh, shot him in the head. And then Haley, she followed the gunshots and he shot her. And when she fell down the stairs, <clears throat> he tried to shoot her again at close range, but the rifle jammed. So then um, he proceeded to shoot her in the chest with a revolver. So he had like a different gun um, and then shot her so he shot her like multiple times in um, the chest and then shot her under the chin and then it killed her instantly. 
So the entire incident was captured on an audio tape that this man had just in his basement and he was sitting in there as he waited for six hours for them because apparently the day before he noticed that the kids were kind of like lurking around his house and he just like knew that they were going to try and break in. So he waited in the basement for six hours and like on the audio tape, it has him like rehearsing what he'd say to police and lawyers and all this stuff, like literally, and they like have it released. Like you can listen to it. I didn't listen to it because mm, it just seemed to be weird. So did you listen to it? <laughs> I listened to it. <laughs> I just... I'm good. It's basically he's like crazy. Because at first you're like, okay, well, like people broke into his house, but also, you know, we'll get into that. So when the case went to trial, um, they, you know, were like, yeah, well, they broke into his house, but because of his actions after firing the first shots, they it turned it from a self-defense case to a homicide. Because, like, I mean, he shot him, but then, like, they fell down. He shot him in the head, shot him a bunch of times, like, chill out. So, even despite the state's castle law, which the castle law is basically the law talking about how you can defend your home with a gun, um, he was convicted of two counts of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison. And he's attempted to appeal it, but he hasn't had any luck with it. So, boom, that's that. Yeah, that was crazy. Like it, it was almost like that movie. Uh, what was it called? Don't breathe, or what was it called? Where the kids broke into the man's house and and he had like he, skills. yeah, because he couldn't. He was blind, mm-hmm. but he still fucked them all up pretty good. But yeah, was he blind or was he deaf? Eh, he was. He was blind. blind. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. You know, if you see someone lurking around your house, you should probably like tell somebody. Police. <laughs> not, the authorities. Not stake out in your basement and wait. So Ray Yearson. <laughs> what it do? Um <laughs> <laughs> so I am doing Oscar Pistorius. So he was born. Why does that name sound familiar? He's an Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I have to make sure. Okay. 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 Um, He was born in Johannesburg, South Africa. Um, He was born with fibular hemimilia in both of his legs, which means he didn't have a fibula. He was born without a fibula. Um, at 11 months, both of his legs were amputated halfway between his knees and his ankles. So, um, even with like this disability, he managed to be like super active as a child. He played rugby, played water polo, he played tennis. Like, he was like really active for someone with no legs. Um, but in 2003, he ended up getting injured while he was playing rugby. So that's when he started running. Um, he went through like a series of all these different prosthetics because they kept breaking during his running and all the little sports they played. 
So I ended up finding, finally getting some blades by uh, Icelandic company Osur. So that's when they start calling him Blade Runner and the fastest man with no legs. Um, in 2004, he came in third in the Paralympics. Um, in 2017, he set disability records for 400 meters. Like he did a whole bunch of stuff. He accomplished a whole lot of stuff. Like this is stuff you're like, wow, what an amazing person. He persevered, he came through. Like he really fought to be great. He even got a chance to compete in the Olympics, the regular Olympics in 2012. But then something happened because on February 14th, 2013. It's Val Oscar. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Wild. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day 2013, Oscar shot and killed his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp. He and she was in the bathroom and he claimed that he thought she wasn't in intruder so he shot through the door of the bathroom and she was hit I, I believe all four times um Reva's mother says that she want she was in the process of trying to break up with him nobody I guess nobody really knows but him and Reva who's no longer here um so his trial they started his trial in 2014 um, and they ended up stopping the trial in May because they wanted him to undergo a psychiatric evaluation to see if he could be held responsible criminally. Um, the forensic psychiatrist, Meryl Voister, she testified and said that he had generalized anxiety disorder, which is kind of like common these days a little bit. So they went ahead and was like, oh, he fit. Let's go. So they started the trial and they found him guilty of culpable homicide. Guess how long they sentenced him? Five, five years. I was about to say, I knew it was like a real short sentence. Super short. And um, a three year was to run concurrent, but it was suspended. So Somebody was like, nah, that's some bullshit. But after like serving like one sixth of his sentence, he was released on good behavior. And uh, they said he wasn't a danger to his community, but he had to remain on house arrest and do community service. And he couldn't run until the five, the full five years was up. But um, South Africa's justice minister was like, Nah, he got released too early and I ain't riding with that. So November of 2014, the prosecutors, um, they asked for permission to appeal his sentence because it was too lenient. And the judge was like, okay, go for it. So they went back to court. They had it overturned, found him guilty of murder again. And this time they gave him six years. So he still would have been out. So then they appealed it again and they said, nah, six years is just, that's not enough. 
So on November 24th of 2017, the South African court increased it to 13 years and four months. So now he didn't appeal it. <laughs> and the judge was like, okay, I'm tired. Like enough is enough. Stop. Just everybody stop. You're going to do the 13 years. Please stay out of my courtroom. Leave me alone. So he'll be eligible for parole in 2023. So I still wonder if he shot her because she was like, I don't, I don't want to do this no more. If he really, like, how do you, if she was at your home, when you roll over and you realize, okay, she's not there, but then you hear something in the bathroom why was your immediate go-to to shoot through the door? Which is what the judge also said. Like, no, yeah. like you fire a warning shot or you do something else, but you don't just shoot through a bathroom door when you don't know what's on the other side. Or like she, you didn't think to call her name out? Like, or she's like, I'm done, I'm leaving. And then went into the bathroom. Went in the bathroom because he was trying to beat her or something. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was wild. Wow. He also was. We'll see. He also probably has some kind of Napoleon syndrome too, because he was really short. He was like five two. Well, he didn't have any legs, so that might have been. Well, yeah, but I mean, he was. I don't know. I don't have the mind of a murderer. Um, we have a goofy of the week. Y'all do. So this guy, Justin Savoy, he was arrested and um, he was being arrested and it's, and they had, he had guns everywhere, everywhere. So this is why it's wild. This is why it makes absolutely no sense that when they got to the police station to do a strip search, he had a gun up his butt. He had a a 25 caliber Titan pistol in his booty. The pistol is four inches long with a 2.5 inch barrel. Oh, no, he has some practice on that. (laughs) I just can't figure out, sir, you had, you were found with multiple weapons. Why is that one the one that you was like, you know what? This got to go up my butt. Like this one right here. This one is the one that got to go up my butt. None of the rest of them that they caught me with. Just this one. And how the hell did you do that? Oh my God. It's a special type of special type of guy to get that much metal (laughs) up his ass. Like, you know they be on him in 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 the prison like I think you can handle it. <laughs> oh, Lord. That is wild. These goofies of the week really crack me up. <laughs> my, mom, my mom texted me and told me that she loves it because, like, it is a nice little relief at the, at the end, of, end of all that. Like, yeah. who, 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 that's a lot of lube. <laughs> I can't. I just can't deal with it. It's too much. Oh, God. Well, oh, 
yawn real quick sorry <laughs> i guess that's the end of another episode guys make sure you'll follow us on instagram um if you haven't already gotten your giveaway thing you should be getting it soon um yeah so courtney taryn macy it's coming if it ain't already there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right y'all bye bye